0: Berlin, Germany is one of the most culturally and historically important cities that has ever existed. First documented in the 13th century, Berlin became the capital of the Margraviate of Brandenburg, Kingdom of Prussia, German Empire, Weimar Republic, and eventually Nazi Germany. During the Cold War from 1961 to 1990, it was split into two sections, East Germany and West Germany, with the Berlin Wall separating the two. When the Berlin Wall fell in 1989, Germany became what it is today. Nazi Germany was responsible for some of the most despicable acts in human history. And while you're in Berlin, you can't help but feel overwhelmed by everything that has happened. And as I was walking around, I began to understand the devastation inflicted upon the German people over the last 150 years. That century was fucked up. Think about it. They go to World War I, They lose. They get blamed for it by the United States and other allies. They sign the Treaty of Versailles and are forced to pay reparations, billions of dollars over annual payments for 42 years. This is impossible. In a desperate attempt to make these payments, Germany prints more money. That creates hyperinflation, where the German people have wheelbarrows full of cash to pay for small items. The money became so worthless they would burn it because it was better to use it for fire as opposed to trying to spend it. This creates political unrest, which gives birth to Hitler, the worst fucking person ever. Then came the roaring 20s where prosperity and greedy stock market risks create the great depression. This fucks Germany because they are borrowing money from the US. So it becomes a downward spiral for everyone. This further enables someone to take power, Adolf Hitler. Through his greed and ambition, he begins invading every fucking country he can, and this starts World War II. Then there's the genocide of the Jewish people in the Holocaust. The German people are, in some cases, willing to join this movement, in other cases, unable to leave it. The entire country gets bombed. Berlin is destroyed. They have to begin to rebuild. This starts fighting between the Soviet Union, the US, France, and Great Britain, which enables the building of the Berlin Wall. The city is divided for almost 30 years, 1961 to 1990. They finally tear it down and they can start over. But now there is intense guilt and shame for everything that happened for almost a hundred years. I'm not forgiving all that awful stuff that happened during the war. But can you imagine being a part of the German psyche? War after war after war. And then that, that feeling of responsibility for the Holocaust. There are a number of historical sites within Berlin that I was very excited to see. And the first one was the Brandenburg Gate. Brandenburg Gate was built between 1788 and 1791 and became the culturally significant archway that you rode through after you won. Napoleon passed through it in 1806. Victorious Prussian troops passed through it in 1871 after the Franco-Prussian War. And the Nazis used it a number of times. And just a little ways down the street from the Brandenburg Gate is the Reichstag building. This building became symbolic to allowing World War II to happen. In 1933, there was a fire just a few months after Hitler had become chancellor, and he took this opportunity to blame it on communists and further solidify himself within the German government. Just a few blocks down from here is the Memorial to the Murdered Jews of Europe. This is a relatively new memorial which opened in 2005 and consists of 2,711 concrete slabs. They're approximately eight feet long by three feet wide, and they vary in height from eight inches to 15 feet. As you walk through what feels like a graveyard, it makes your heart hurt when you think about everyone that was killed. Every one of these poor people that were sent to concentration camps that were murdered in the streets, and everyone that was a part of it, the whole entire thing was horrendous. As I was walking through these destinations and taking photos of everything, I don't always have a plan where I'm going. I kind of just let the universe guide me. It sounds stupid, but I really just, I go where I think it looks interesting and it allows me to find hidden gems sometimes. And when I left this memorial for the murdered Jews of Europe, I just started walking and I went down this weird little side street that shouldn't have been anything. And I came across this plaque and I started to read it. And I discovered that it was the location of the Fuhrer bunker. This became the bunker an underground lair for Hitler, Eva Braun, Goebbels, and all the high ranking German officials. It is not labeled in any other way than this plaque. You do not know what this area is unless you are looking for it or you happen to walk by it. And it's proximity, to the memorial and to the Brandenburg Gate and to the Reichstag building. It is as central to Berlin as you can get. And when you think about this fucking monster who's killing everybody and wreaking havoc across the entire world, hiding underground, buried underneath, I think it was three to six feet of concrete. It was built to withstand the most insane bombs because they were getting destroyed. And he is at the very center of Berlin. There is nowhere else to go. And as I was standing there, all I could think about based off this movie called Downfall and other stuff I've read about World War II is Hitler killing himself in the bunker, taking cyanide and shooting himself in the head. And then his officers bringing his body out on the ground right there and burning it. This is where World War II started And that spot is where it ended. As you walk throughout the city, there are different stones and materials used to create the roads. And at some point, you're going to stumble upon what used to be the Berlin Wall. They have memorialized the wall by putting stones in the road in the exact location of where the wall used to exist. There's a historically significant destination right near a portion of the wall called Checkpoint Charlie. And this was guarded by the United States before you entered into the east side. When I arrived in Berlin from Split, Croatia, I did the thing that I talked about uh, in the How to Backpack Europe episode. I booked a hotel right near the central train station. So I rode the train to Berlin Hauptbahnhof, and it is huge. There's escalators and different levels and trains underneath and trains up above. It reminded me of that scene in Minority Report where Tom Cruise was flying around in the cars. It was insanity. And while in Germany, you got to eat some traditional German food. So I walked down the street to Zollpackhof and I got an August dinner hell beer from this place that is renowned for brewing since 1328. I ordered some pork some cabbage and potato dumplings. And then I got a pretzel as well. And it was 28 euros 40. And the next day as I was walking around, I decided I was gonna get lunch and went to Polliner Wursthaus, worst house where I got beer and pretzel and sausage for 17 euros 20. And they brought out these sausages in these individual Mason jars and they're so cute. And it was delicious. The way that the sausage interacts with the bread. Those are like the two best things in the world. That night in order to save money, I had planned on sleeping in the Brandenburg airport. I've done this before. I slept in Dublin a couple times and somewhere else at some point. It saves you money, but it fucking sucks. This is where I slept. It cost me zero dollars. Well, I guess that about wraps it up. Not completely conventional with how much time I spent in each location, but it allows you to see many things and experience many different places in a short amount of time from nice to monaco to finale ligue to cinque terre split and berlin if you get a chance to go to europe you should do it it's the shit